Lindsay here. So happy to be with you. Today I wanted to talk about three causes for procrastination. Oh, we love procrastinating. I don't know. What, let's talk about this. Why does procrastinating feel so good? Because, you know, there are those people who are supposed to achieve greater things but fail to do so. Why? And many of our external factors cannot be controlled. We've talked about this before, but most of the time, the factors for success, they lay within us. And procrastination is one of those ugh, gross, nasty roadblocks that really prevent you from going down the road to greater achievement. Anyone can procrastinate, everybody procrastinates. <laughs> and sometimes we do it even, we don't realize that we're doing it, is what I'm trying to say. There are those times where we realize that we are procrastinating and we don't even bother to stop it. We don't even lift a finger to stop it. So why do people procrastinate anyway? And what are the effects that procrastination actually does to people? And there's several reasons why people start procrastinating in the first place. So I'm going to talk to you some of the reasons why. Why? So one of the reasons, you know, maybe obvious, not so obvious reason, is a skill deficiency. One of the most common reasons for procrastination is the lack of ability. And completing tasks, you know, that often require certain skills from you as the individual that you are not skilled in yet, you know, having no related skills of any sort that would aid in completing the tasks that you want to complete. It makes it even seem impossible to begin them. And most often, skill-related problems leading to procrastination are solved by addressing what the actual problems are themselves. And one of the biggest things in regarding skill deficiency, whenever I discover something that does not you know, that I, I find that I keep sitting back on and, and I'm not taking action. I know that there's something that I'm embarrassed about or I don't have enough confidence about. And so I discover what that avenue or what that road is and I slowly start educating myself on it. And in my brain, it's just like, this is the way that it's got to be. I've got to understand this and go down this road. Then eliminating jumping on the procrastinating train in regards to skill deficiency stops there. It's just in my brain, it's like, this is something that I have to do, no choice. But I am choosing the business that I'm in, I'm choosing you know, the niche that I have, I get to make all those decisions and they're delicious and they're wonderful and they're glorious. And so acquiring a new skill in this field that I'm in, that I've chosen, is kind of a no-brainer, you know what I mean? So another challenge, another problem, another cause of procrastination is lack of interest. If you find that this is something that you're resonating with, maybe there is something within what you're doing as an entrepreneur that's not interesting enough to you. Seems quite obvious, but you know, the darkest place is underneath the lamp. It's really hard to see outside of that little box sometimes. And when you think you gotta get this thing done, you gotta complete it because you don't wanna feel like a failure, but maybe you didn't even like it to begin with. You know, no matter how awesome something is to you, if someone else doesn't find interest in it, they never will. You know, lack of interest will lead people to avoid tasks that are not in their favorable list. And in the case that you're subject to complicated, more complicated tasks, the best way is to approach it, is to put your feelings aside and just do the thing. Just do the thing. Doing it without any mental burden of not liking it will really reduce the chance of procrastination that you have. So for example, let's say 
there's something that you have to implement into your business and you're just not jiving with it, but you know that it's something crucial that will help to start pivot things. Outsource is the first thing that I would say, but at the same time, it's my Gemini brain, outsource, but at the same time, it's really, 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 really important that you understand this component of your business that is crucial, like email marketing. Because if you completely hand it off to someone else, there's going to be something within your brain that's like not in flow with your business. Being able to understand all the components of your business is really important because you are the engine that runs all the things. When you understand something and you're like, okay, I'm ready to let this thing go. I understand email marketing. I know how to write really good emails. I know understand headlines. I know how to capture people's attention. I understand what to do with links. Once you understand that, then you can hire someone who is better than you because you know all those components. Do you know what I mean? So going into something that you don't necessarily like because it's a part of the engine of your business is okay. We need to go outside of our comfort zone and do uncomfortable things. I don't want you to be jumping into things that you despise and can't stand, but it's really important with the key components of your business. You know, you got to understand not only your craft and continue to be working on your expertise, but understanding social media marketing, email marketing, understanding how to write good copy, building those skills are really, really important. And then you can get to a point when you're at a really good level, maybe a hair shy of mastery or expert, that you can hand it away to someone and feel really confident because you know exactly what they need to hit, what expectations that you have. All right? So the third thing, mm, lack of motivation. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to explain this and then I'm going to go a little bit deeper as to why I hummed and hawed over that. There's a huge misconception about how motivation really works. And most of the time, people think that they need to be motivated first before doing a task. But what about tasks that are crappy or quite a pleasant shoveling snow in the freezing cold? I had to say it because, you know, I had to say it. Just tasks that you don't like. Maybe you don't like raking leaves in the fall. Maybe you do. Or maybe taxes. There's a good one. <laughs> you know, these tasks are not the most pleasant of tasks, but people still do them. Why? Motivation really comes after the task has been started. Once the ball starts rolling, the desire to complete it can be enough motivation to keep going. And you know, you like I, these three things that I've shared with you today, discussed with you today, these are, these examples are only some of many reasons why people start procrastinating. Curing procrastination takes a lot of determination, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of determination, but the thing that really nipped it in the butt for me is when I start procrastinating, and let me know if you feel the same way, is stress. Stress is the number one reason why I procrastinate. When I am overwhelmed, I will procrastinate like a boss. <laughs> totally. And I, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I will totally procrastinate. I will push things off. And then I get super behind. And then I get into this disgusting habit loop of feeling guilty that I didn't actually jump on the things and just get it done when I should have. So whenever I start pushing things off, I'm like, okay, I'm stressed out. Instead of procrastinating, I'm just going to take time that I'm allotting for myself. I'm not pushing things off. I need time to refuel my brain, my body, my spirit, my heart to be able to execute on the things that I know I need to accomplish. 
but like anything, it it's it's a habit. You got to wake up to the problem and be like, yeah, call it out for what it is. Take full responsibility and take ownership of the steps to get out of it because that's delicious. Problems, delicious. Don't you agree? Problems are delicious. You're probably like, no, Lindsay, I don't like problems. I don't like stress. I don't like overwhelm. All these things are telling you what you need to do exactly. If you would just take a moment and sit back and sit with it and ask yourself better questions instead of saying, I'm just going to push this off. No, 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 no. Ask yourself a better question. Why am I pushing this away? What do I not like about this thing? Is it that I need to build more skills and building a skill right now would take a lot of work and would make me feel overwhelmed? Oh, there goes procrastination. That kicks in. Or that you're not interested in doing this one avenue that you have to do within your business thinking that you have a lack of motivation that you have to get motivated first and then you do all these things to try and get motivated first but it's actually completing the task is the motivation in itself it's a really fascinating thing this whole thing of procrastination but in my research in my personal research and discovery of procrastination what i've discovered is that it's stress purely stress it's 110 percent stress so i had to jump in here and talk about this because this is Something that's been coming up with a few of my clients lately, something that we've been talking about at length. And so I just wanted to go over these things because there's, it's very interesting how there's always the same theme that goes throughout my clients and themes that you experience as well. I am grateful for you. I appreciate you. I believe in the entirety of you. And I will see you in your glorious self, you know, through the pixels. I don't see you, but I, I can see when you're on. I will see you. Be grateful for the day before you go to bed and play out your dream life before you go to sleep. It's a really wonderful exercise to do because the things that you fall asleep with are the things that are embedded and beaten into your subconscious, that your subconscious sucks in like a sponge and executes on the next day. So if you can take some time before you go to bed, 10 minutes before you go to bed is the best because that's when you're in a deeper state you're in the theta state, so your brain is able to rewire itself faster. Because you're subconscious, you know, 90-some-odd 90, 90 percent of how you act and interact with your life is from your subconscious mind. And that little 10-minute window before you go to bed, you can change it all. So start visualizing and experiencing and feeling and smelling and, and using all your senses in your interaction with the dream life that you wish to have, the happiness and the joy that you wish to have, the clients that you wish to have and the experiences that you wish to have. Use that 10 minutes. It's a very magical time. We think that we need to do months and months of work, years and years of hard labor and all the things to be able to get anywhere. But if we're not working and fine tuning the way that our mindset and our subconscious works, we're literally beating our head against a brick wall the whole time and that's annoying as fuck. So 10 minutes, that is my prescription for you. 10 minutes before you go to bed is the window to changing all the things in your mind. All right, so you have a lovely evening and I will talk to you later. Bye.